Okay, so another session of therapy talks today. Um, so you guys remember if you were on the call last week, we talked a little bit about childhood trauma. We talked a little bit about like how all pain is not new pain. You know, it's the re-existing pain that we're reliving on that, that open wound that we're like reopening or, or um, inflicting pain on. We talked about pain bodies in each other and how our pain body can attract other people's pain bodies. And we talked about how judgment is actually just projection. So we talked about, uh, I, there's a lot of different lessons that I learned in therapy. And I'm so grateful because I, I see how they affect not just like my personal life, but my business, like literally everything. Like they make me view the world in a different way, you know? And, and the more that I see that, the more that I'm grateful for that journey into therapy. So today I'm going to start off with talking about um, setting boundaries, okay? This was a big one for me. Has anybody ever struggled with setting boundaries? Raise your hand and maybe drop a one in the chat. Yeah, Christy said it. Alyssa, yeah, David, Carlos, like everyone. I really struggled with setting boundaries because I found out through therapy that I was a people pleaser, okay? I never knew. I found out that I was a people pleaser um, and someone said almost I'm reading a book on boundaries, right? And what a people pleaser is, is that you have this like overwhelming desire that like you want everyone to love you, you know, and you don't want to, you're scared to like affect that, you know? So I would kind of hold back in my romantic relationships or I would hold back in my friendships and like, I would never really talk about anything unless I considered it to be like a big deal. Okay. And that's, I consider it to be like this big deal. I would always hold back on talking about it because I, I didn't want to like, I, I didn't want to add inconvenience into the relationship or like them to not like me or them to have a reason to be like upset or them. So if it wasn't that big of a deal, I would always hold back. And that, that was, that made me like a little bit of like a pushover. Like I would allow so many things to happen over and over and over again. And when you don't talk about it, you, you build up resentment and then, you know, things would kind of, things would, things would happen, you know, I would eat either overreact over a small thing or it would get to the point where the relationship, I just didn't want to be around that person because, you know, you know, but it really it was me. I wasn't setting boundaries, you know, and, and I've grown so much since then to not be a people pleaser because people pleasing is, it's hard to grow out of that. It's like a natural state, you know, and it does come from a good place. Um, you know, it does come from a good place. It comes from a place where you want, you want people, you want people, not just, it's not just about you, not like you to love them, but you want them to be good. You want them to be happy. You want to be kind to them. So it also stems from that. It does come from a good place. You know, you, you want to take care of everybody, you know? And so, but the reality is that we, we have to take care of ourselves first. And, you know, another thing that I learned in therapy was that selfishness gets a bad rep it's not bad to be selfish. We actually kind of have to be selfish, right? Because who else is going to take care of us, right? And it's like, sometimes it has this stigma in society that, oh, they're selfish. They're all about, but, but you need to be selfish before you can be selfless. You need to take care of yourself first before you can take care of anyone else. And I know you guys have heard that before, but think of that, the airplane. When we get on a plane, what do they tell us? In case of emergency, in case of a crash, you put your mask on first and then you help your kids and then you help the people beside you. But you gotta put your mask on first. 
Because what good are you to the people beside you if you freaking pass out trying to help them? You got to put your mask on first and then you'll have the ability to help more people, right? So that selfishness is really, really important, right? And so what happens is that a lot of the times we don't set boundaries with people because we're scared of disconnection. We're worried that something's going to happen where we're going to push this person away or we're going to lose the humans need connection for survival, right? We need to be connected to other humans. We need connection for survival, you know? And that's why we, we see so many different kind of patterns of relationships, um, whether it's romantic or non-romantic, because we, we actually need connection to survive all the way from when we were babies, right? We needed that, that touch of our mother or our father or our parent or whoever's taking care of us to hug us. We needed that connection. So when we set a boundary, we're almost worried like that person is going to disconnect from us. And because of that, we kind of, we kind of stay away from setting boundaries, right? But there's this misconceptions that, that we're going we're gonna to disconnect when in reality, people, when you set a strong boundary, people know where they stand with you. You set an expectation, you set the tone for how you're willing to accept treatment, for how you want to be treated. And it may seem like, you're disconnecting, but the stronger you stay in your boundaries, the more people will know exactly where they stand with you. You ever have those friends and you're like, you don't know like whether you're going to get like the, the fun them or whether you're going to get the angry them or whether you're going to get the drama them or whether, whether they're going to love you this week or hate you this, you know, I've ever had those friends. Like those, those are stressful. Yo, those people, you don't know where they stand with you. And, and, and to, they actually cause kind of like an inner conflict because you're always trying to figure out where you stand with that person. But you feel most comfortable with people where you always know where you stand with them. You always, it's like a, it's like a certain comfort zone. It's the same thing with setting boundaries. Yeah, making you feel like you're walking on eggshells. It's the same thing with setting boundaries. People will start to know, <laughs> someone's like cut them off. People start to know where they stand with you. So realize that, that the power of a boundary is going to actually tell people how to treat you. And I know that it's like hard at first, but there's, there's ways that I learned how to do it. And boundaries are really gonna be about you and not about them. Okay, I actually had a post on boundaries. Let me see if I can find it. So, cause I put some quotes on there for you guys, but the key thing is you want to make it about you, sorry, about you and not them. That's pretty much like a narrative that I see all the time in therapy when you're communicating, especially in relationships. Try to use I statements instead of you statements. Because the reality is, is you cannot control anybody else. I cannot control my mom. I cannot control my partner. I cannot control my friends. I cannot control anybody else but me. I cannot control, even if, if you have kids, you still can't control kids, but you can control you. 
So your boundary needs to be based in what you're going to do, not in what they're going to do. Right? So I had a post about I'm 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 trying to find it for you guys cuz it was it went really it did really well. It got a lot of shares on this post and I put three captions on it. Three um not captions, what's the word? Quotes right here. So setting boundaries is about you, not them. So don't tell them what you're going to do. Sorry, we don't tell them what they need to do. Tell them what you're going to do. That's how you set the boundary. So instead of, you know, someone yelling at you, you know, I, I was in, in um, a, 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 a past relationship where the person had anger issues and they would constantly like, like start yelling or raising their voice or talking to you in this manner where like, it really made me feel like, like, I just, I just didn't, I didn't want to be spoken to like that. You know, I grew up in a family where people didn't really yell at each other. I know that's sometimes normal in different family dynamics, but in my family dynamic, that was really rare. Like, you know, I'm, like that was really rare for people to be like yelling, yelling at each other, unless it was like a serious issue. So I wasn't used to that. But his family dynamic was that they yelled at each other like all the time. So to him, that was like normal. You know what I mean? And it, it, it wasn't like, it, it, he didn't mean it in a bad way. He wasn't a bad person, but like, I see the way he communicates with his mom, with his dad, with his siblings. And like, they yell at each other all the time. Like that's just like a normal, like way that they grew up. So to him, it's the, it doesn't seem like it's that bad. But for me, I don't like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like, like, I don't know. I just, I'm not used to that, right? And so you could be angry. And what that's what I was doing before therapy. I was freaking angry. I'm like, don't, I would be like, don't fucking talk to me like that. Are you dumb? Like, I mean, I didn't say, are you dumb? But I was like, I was like, who are you talking to? Like, don't talk to me like that. And then it would cause a big fight because think he's already angry. And then I get angry because you're raising your voice at me. Not even my own dad raises their voice at me like that. But you're going to talk to me like that? No, right? And I would get so angry. I would get so triggered, right? And because I was trying to control the way that he spoke to me. I was trying to say, don't use those words. Don't talk like that. Don't raise your voice. No, like you need to change the way that you communicate. I was trying to change him, but you can't do that. You have to set a boundary for you. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about the fact that you don't feel comfortable with the way that they're talking to you? So instead of yelling out, stop talking to me like that, say, I don't feel comfortable. And you can say it in a nice tone. I don't feel comfortable with the way that you're talking to me right now. So I'm going to leave the room and we can come, uh, we, can, we can talk about this when we're both calmer. You see how that boundary is about me and not him? I don't feel comfortable with the way that you're talking to me right now. So I'm going to leave the room and we could talk about this when we're both calmer. Now, the boundary is like, you have a choice. It's your choice what you want to do. You want to continue to talk like that? No problem. I'm going to leave the room. You want to speak to me in a different manner? Then we can talk because that's my boundary, right? That's what I'm willing to accept and not willing to accept. And this is something that you can use in all aspects of your life, right? And at first, if you've never done it before, they're going to be like, whoa, like, who, who do you think? 
who does Drake think she is? But, you know, they, 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 there may be pushback, but it's very, very, like it is almost as, as important as setting the boundary is sticking to the boundary. Like that is really important. Do not say things out of anger that you're not going to keep up with. So let's say I said that, uh, you know, I don't feel comfortable with the way you're talking to me, so I'm going to leave the room. And then I stay in the room and I stay fighting and I stay yelling and I stay arguing. Well, now, now I'm communicating to that person that my boundaries are not to be taken seriously. Right? So if you're going to say a boundary, stick to it. That's really important. Oh, like literally almost as important as setting the boundary. So whatever you say, make sure you're prepared to stick to it. Right? Because and the first few times it's going to be hard, especially if you're a people pleaser. I'm telling you right now. Especially if you've never done it before and you may start to feel bad. You may start to, you know. But you have to stick to your boundary. When you set really strong boundaries, people start to know what they can and cannot do with you. Okay, I'll give you guys another example. Make it about you, not them. Okay, one of my triggers is when people hang up on me. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know what it is, but put a one in the chat if you find it like super triggering people hang up the phone on you and put a two in the chat. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not that deep. Let's see, see? There's some twos, there's some ones. Everybody got different triggers, right? For me, if you hang up on me, we're gonna have a fucking issue. Like, that's just me, okay? Like, I, like, I get triggered by that. And my brother hangs up on me all the time, okay? Like, all the time. And it's hard, because he's my blood. I can't, like, I can't, like, you know, I can't, like, disown my brother for hanging up on me, you know what I mean? But it triggers me. Like, it, I, I, it triggers me so much. And it goes back to what we we're talking about last week. Why do things trigger me? It goes back to the same thing. Why would somebody hang up on you? Well, they're they're not respectful of you. They they don't they don't respect you. Why? What kind of person do do people not respect? Someone that is not good enough. It goes back to the same thing. If you were on the call last week, the same tra the same trauma that's coming back, the same story that's coming back that I'm not good enough, and y'all know that's my trigger. So. Whenever we're like getting in a little fight, my brother just hangs up the phone. Lord have mercy, I literally flip out, bro. Sometimes I call back and I cuss him out. Well, I used to, this is before I was personally developed, you know, like we all had that part. And I call back and I cuss him up. Like, so why the fuck are you fucking hanging up on me? Or if he didn't answer, which he would always do, he would not answer. I would call him like three times, he wouldn't answer. I would send him a message like, who, who do you think you are hanging up on me? But why you're so disrespectful that like I would literally get so triggered. Okay. And then I was like, okay, I talked to my therapist about it. Cause I got a therapist and I, you know, every little issue, I just talked to my therapist and ask her, what should I do? <laughs> and she said, setting a boundary, right? So you can choose how at that point in my life right now, it's not as deep, but at that point in my life, two years ago, that was a huge trigger for me, like really bad. Like it would really like ruin my day. Right. So at that point, it's like, I was willing to set a very strong boundary because I knew that it affected me a lot. Like, listen, things like, look, a lot of you guys put a two in the chat. Things may not be a big deal to you and that's okay, but sorry, things may be a big deal to you that are not a big deal to other people and that's okay. There's gonna be things, you know, Ashley put a two. Ashley doesn't 
think that hanging up is triggering, but for her, she may get triggered by something that I don't think is a big deal, right? But whatever your thing is, you have every right. You know how it emotionally affects you. So you have the right to set the boundary, right? It's your life, baby. You get to choose the boundaries. That's the beautiful thing about it. So instead of saying, you know, doing what I was doing, cussing him out and sending him messages and don't you dare hang up on me again and blah, 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 da, 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 all this stuff. Then you say, I don't, and, and I actually did this, I actually texted him this. And I said, I don't feel comfortable when you hang up on me. So if you keep doing it, I'm not going to pick up the phone anymore. Right? So that was a big one for me. I was like, shit, how am I not gonna pick up the phone? My brother, what if he has an emergency? What if, I was like, I, I, the people pleasing started kicking in. The codependency, which maybe I'll talk about later, started kicking in. I was like, what if he needs something? What if he needs help? What if like, I don't know. He, and my therapist was like, so is there anything that he would need that like 911 wouldn't be able to help him with that you, like you would need to help him with? That would be an emergency? And I was like, oh shit, you're right. That's the codependency right there, you know? I was like, okay. So I set my boundary and I, I texted him and I said, I don't feel comfortable when you hang up on me. It makes, I think I said something like it makes me feel, not it makes me feel, sorry. Um, I feel, um, I said something, I feel like, like crappy or whatever. I didn't say it makes me because you can, don't say that. People don't make you do anything. That is your triggers. You gotta own your stuff right? He didn't make me feel that way. That's my inner, that inner feeling of not feeling good enough that got that inner wound that got reopened. That's not him, right? So I said, I don't feel comfortable when you hang up on me. So if you keep doing it, I'm just not going to pick up the phone anymore. I didn't even get a response back. My brother's probably like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, I did not get a response back, but let me tell you, it's been two years and I think he's hung up on me once in the last two years. And my brother is a very like, like, like he's not into this personal development stuff heavy. Like he doesn't read these books. He doesn't, you know, like he's not super into this stuff. So it's not like he's like, oh yeah, like I totally understand your point of view because like I learned these concepts too. No, but my boundary was strong, right? And I let him know and his behavior changed because he had a choice. It's his choice. And you have to, when you set a boundary, by the way, you have to be okay with the fact that the person is not gonna, like, they're not gonna do the thing, right? Like, I had to be okay with him hanging up on me and me stopping answering his phone calls. I had to be okay with that. Does that make sense? Like, if you're gonna set it, you gotta be okay that they might not, they, they're their own person, you cannot control them. But you can choose how much of them you let in your life or if you let them in your life. With siblings, a little different, you know, can't, they're blood. But with relationships and friends, it's easier, right? Okay, another example. Oh no. What else did I write here? So it puts the emphasis on you and what you're going to do because you can't change someone else. You can only change yourself. Why do I keep losing it? There was something else that I wrote here that I wanted to read to you guys. I haven't done one of these posts in a while. I should do one of these little swipey ones. Yeah, that's it. And it said, 
building clear boundaries actually strengthens your connection because people know exactly where they stand with you, right? So when you are feeling uncomfortable, just communicate it like that. I feel uncomfortable when, right? So you, you, you communicate that boundary with them. And you have to understand that it's, it, it, it's like people are going to have their experience, but the stronger that you make your boundaries, the stronger that you are going to notice people are treating you the way you, the way you're allowing, right? So don't be scared to set those boundaries in your life because it, it really did, it really did change my life, right? And, and I started nipping things in the butt right away. Like rather than being that old people pleaser where I wouldn't say things, I found in my relationships, I started saying things right away. If there's something I didn't like, if there's something that made me feel uncomfortable, something that I didn't enjoy, I tried to communicate it right away because then it wouldn't fester and become this big thing where you build up resentment. I was watching this uh, YouTube video on Jubilee. Jubilee is my favorite um, YouTube channel. Actually, it wasn't Jubilee. I lied. Sorry, but I love Jubilee. <laughs> so shout out to Jubilee. Uh, but it was, um, it was, um, I think it was Vogue or L or something. And they had this um, series where they did a therapist watches um, relationship fighting scenes from movies and then analyzes them and like gives her opinion. And it was really fucking good. It was like such a, it was such a good video because you saw like the dynamic in the fight, fight and then she like explained a few different things. And oh my God, I forgot what I was gonna say about that. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say about it. What was I saying right before that? Anybody remember? Uh, maybe it'll come to me. But either way, it's a good. If y'all remember, let me know. Uh, but either way, it was. It's a good. Um, it's a good video. What you st stand for, or the outcome, the boundaries. Wow, brain fart. If you're on the podcast, listen to this right now. My bad. <laughs> okay yeah having a brain fart so I don't remember what I was gonna say about that but it was a it was a really um good video that like showcased like just like the dynamic you literally see the fight in real time and they, Carlos is like dying <laughs> and then you literally I'm human too okay y'all see y'all could do this I mess up too right but um it was really cool because they would like analyze the fight right in front of you and like see the, the perspective or the point of view and i thought it was really fascinating and really like it reiterated a lot of the things that i was learning in therapy um but yeah so that's a little bit about setting boundaries okay does that make you guys feel did, did we learn something drop one in the chat you go start setting some more boundaries in your life okay awesome i love it okay now moving on to this uh the uh, something like Similar to that is that like, as you're doing this sort of work, as you're going through, um, you know, learning these things that we're teaching, whether it's on the morning calls or on the podcast or you're going to therapy or whatever, as you're going through this process of learning these things, you're going to notice that you're going to tend to gravitate to people who also do the work. So when you, that's called doing the work. When you do the work on yourself, on your traumas, you're gonna also start gravitating to people who do the work. And you're naturally gonna start moving away from people that don't, right? You're gonna start gravitating to a healthier dynamic because that's what you're gonna be drawn to. And you're gonna start some, Ariana's like, I feel this, right? 
And it doesn't mean that they caused your pain or that they were the problem, but it's the pain bodies attracting each other like we talked about last time. David said exactly what happened to me this year, right? Like you're gonna start, I start to, started to notice that. Like I remember I was um, meeting up with like some people and there was one girl in there that was like in like, in, in it, like going through a lot in her life at the time. And I could like almost feel, I know she was like depressed and, and had anxiety and there's nothing against that. I'm not, you know, you guys know I openly talk about when I, when I had that, but I almost felt like in the group setting, like I was literally like, like trying to stay away from her because I felt her, her energy was very heavy. And at the time I just didn't have it in me to take it on. You know, I was vibrating at a different level and I just, at the time, didn't want, didn't, wasn't comfortable taking that on. And I noticed in the group dynamic that I would like keep the conversation very short and I would just like, not rude or anything, but I would just go elsewhere. Like I was, it was, and I, I remembered when my therapist said this because I was literally like, like going away from that energy, right? Because I had worked so much on myself and I, and again, it's not that they're a bad person, it's not that they, but, but it's, it's, you are just gravitating towards a healthier dynamic. You're gravitating towards people that communicate better. You're gravitating towards people that understand these boundaries. Like guys, like right now, the, the relationship that I'm in, I've never had someone so understanding of like, Alyssa's like clapping so understanding of these concepts, like literally like to the point where it's like, I don't even have to explain. It's not even like, he's never even been to therapy i don't think but he's never been to therapy but he like naturally just knows these things because he's learned them himself and what the, what what's happening is i'm attracting those kinds of people into my life that understand the boundary that understand the way you're going to communicate that understand that healthier dynamic so as you start doing this work you're going to notice that you're going to start to attract that into your life okay and you're going to start to repel the things that are not like that, right? And, and like I said, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that that's that dynamic, right? And, and you have to almost like take a tally when you're in a relationship with someone or when you're in a friendship with someone and you take a tally and, and you see whether you can be conscious with them, whether you can not be triggered with them, right? And if that person is healthy for you. There's certain people in my life that I naturally gravitated away from because I just never felt good around them. I know that they're good people. I know that they have a good heart. I know that I've been friends with them for a while, but when I'm around them, I feel triggered. I feel like unappreciated. I feel um, um, like like less than, and, and I noticed that. And to be honest with you, I only started noticing that when I started going into WFAB because I started surrounding myself with these high vibrational people that where I always felt good around them, where I always felt so empowered, I always felt so special, I always felt so, um, in, like I, I felt like valuable. I felt like I was worthy. I felt good about myself. I felt motivated. So when I got around that energy and I, when I looked back at different types of energies that I was around, there was some people in particular that stood out and I was like, Hey, I don't feel good when I'm around you. 
And now that I'm around people I feel good at all the time, I really notice the difference. And I remember I hung out with one of my friends and I remember leaving, like leaving, hanging out. And I was so triggered and I was so angry. And I called one of my other friends and, and they're like, bro, like I, cause I never see you this angry. And I was so angry and in my head, I was like, what's the, wh why am I keeping this relationship? The people pleasing, right? If I don't feel good around you, why am I continuing to spend so much time with you? That's just it, right? Someone said, I'm struggling with my roommate, best friend for over seven years, but I want more, much more in life and they are comfortable with where they are. I'm so energetic and their lack of ambition, ambition drains me. Yup, yup, that happens, right? And someone said, would you confront the situation? In, in, the situ in the situation I had, um, I personally didn't because I personally didn't. I think I should have, but that non-confrontational side, you know, stems from the people pleasing. This was a while ago. You know, I just made the decision that I'm not going to. And this happened, I would say, with two people, right? I made the decision that I'm not going to give these people a lot of my time. I'm still going to be on good terms with them. I'm, I don't hate them. I love them, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to overextend myself to continue to put myself in their presence if it doesn't make me feel good about myself. Right? So I just personally didn't. I'm still cool with them. I could call them up right now if I wanted to, but I just personally stopped hanging out with them so much. That's it. Right? Um, because of the way that they, that they made me feel. Sorry, not with, I, that's a natural thing that we say, but the way that I felt when I was around them, right? So take a tally of that. Take a tally of, of those people in your life, right? And if you are unable to stay present, if you're unable to not get triggered, then you need to set a boundary or you, and it doesn't mean you have to stop being friends with them, but you need to set a boundary, right? Let's say you have a friend that's calling you over and over and over again about their problem with their relationship. Y'all ever had that? <laughs> Drop one in the, in the chat. Y'all ever had that? And the first time you're like, yeah, okay, like I got you. We're gonna talk about it. We're da da da. We're gonna we're gonna talk it out. I'm gonna help you out. And then the next the next week the same thing. And the next week the same thing. And the next week the same thing. And it's like, bro, I already told you what you're gonna do to deal with this issue. And it's like two months of us talking about your toxic relationship. Now I feel like I'm freaking drained, right? Like like I'm drained. Cause we're talking like every time I call you, we're talking about your toxic relationship and it's the same things. And now I feel triggered. Does that mean that they're a bad person? No, but notice that you are no longer staying conscious. You're getting triggered. You're getting irritated. Y'all ever felt that you get irritated on the phone. You're like, Oh, like every single time I like, we talk, it's about this. And then you get all this negative energy in your body and you feel triggered. Right. It doesn't mean you got to stop being friends with them, but communicate with them. Like, listen, Bob, I love you. I love you, Bob. I care about you, but I can't keep hearing this story. This is setting a boundary right here, right? I can't keep hearing this story. We're not getting anywhere. And I'm happy to support you. You know, I'm happy to support you. If we're talking about the same thing over and over again, then it's, it's, it's not getting anywhere. And I'm not doing you any favors by allowing you to just keep circling in this issue. And that's your boundary. It's okay to let people know that you can't take on their energy right now. 
you are not, remember, you, you got to put your mask on first, right? So if they're coming to talk to you and it's affecting your energy, it's putting you in a low vibrational space, you're allowed to set a boundary. Hey, I can't take that. And you know what? I've almost normalized this in my friendships now. They know. Like I have friends where I'm like, I call them and they're like, uh, hey, hey, babe, I'm just not in the headspace to talk right now. Cool. That's normal in my friendships now. That's normal because we understand that. You don't have to be there for everybody if you are like not 100% right now. You don't got to take on other people's energy. When you're feeling good and you can, then do it, right? So you can set that boundary again. We got back to boundaries. Hold on. Let me see what y'all are seeing in the chat. Then they hit you with the, why, why don't you like him? <laughs> yeah. What if you try to openly communicate your boundaries and they use that to mock you or try to make you feel like you're, you're better than them? So it's really important to not put people down when you're saying the boundary. So you notice how my boundaries are very neutral. They're not like, I'm going to leave the room because the way that you're talking to me is disrespectful. You don't know how to talk to people. So I'm going to leave the room. And when you're ready, we can talk again. That's, that's going to trigger somebody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but just in case anyone's listening, that's definitely going to trigger someone. You need to remain neutral in your boundary. It's not about them. It's not about blame. It's not about making them feel like a bad person. They are not a bad person. Simply, they're, at the moment, you feel uncomfortable. And it's about what you, what you feel and you need to separate yourself. And it, the people that don't respect your boundaries don't deserve your time. That's just the reality. They don't deserve your time. So you can try to set a boundary a few times. And if they no longer, uh, you know, uh, respect that. And you know what? Maybe they don't respect it because, again, you haven't upheld your boundaries in the past. So you have to uphold them. Right? So, yeah. Exactly. And, oh, Joanna said a beautiful point. Don't feel pressure to explain yourself. That's another one. And I'll, I'll, I'll end it off um, there. Another really good point that I learned in therapy is when you say yes to things that you want to say no, no to, you are creating dis-ease in your body. Dis-ease. When you say yes to things that you want to say no to. Y'all ever went to an outing with your friends that you didn't feel like going to because you felt like you had to because if you didn't go, people would get mad or whatever. Y'all ever did something for someone that you didn't feel like doing because you felt like you had to or if you didn't, you wouldn't be a nice person or, or whatever. Y'all ever felt like, you know, drop one in the chat if y'all ever felt like that. Y'all ever felt like you, you, you said, how many times have you said, drop one in the chat if you can count multiple times or you said yes to things that your spirit, your soul wants to say no to, your body's like, you really want to say no right now, but you feel like you have to say yes. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now is that you got to stop doing that. Right. It create it's, it, it creates dis-ease in your body because you're not living in alignment and that dis-ease, that discomfort, you know what it leads to? It leads to disease. It has actually been like, like studied and, 
and, and, and talked about that it literally breeds disease in your body, okay? When you are not living in alignment because it affects the way that you're functioning. You're creating all of this negative energy within your body because you're going against the grain. You're doing things that you don't want to do and you're creating this dis-ease. So when I realized that every time I say yes to something that I want to say no to, I am affecting my health. And it doesn't mean like, oh, like tonight I, I say yes to one thing I want to say no to and tomorrow I'm going to be sick. It doesn't work like that. But over time, you ever notice that people get sick for no reason? Right? If you're consistently living in unalignment, if you're consistently living with discomfort in your body, with disease in your body, and you're creating this in your body, over time, it is going to manifest into, into illness, into sickness. And when I realized that every time that I say yes, not just physical sickness, but like mental too, like, like depression, anxiety, all of these different emotions that we feel in, in, our, in our heads. So when I realized that, I said, this yes is not worth my health. This yes is not worth my health. So I started saying no. I started saying no to the things that I didn't feel like doing. And I'm gonna encourage you guys to do the exact same thing, right? And like Joanna said, don't feel pressure to explain yourself. You don't have to have a reason. Like y'all ever do that? It's like, oh my God, I almost just ended the call. That would have been bad. I just clicked it. Um, anyways, but have y'all ever felt like, oh, um, let's say you can't go to something. Oh, I can't go. And then you have to make up a reason because um, my mom is blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, my kids, blah, blah, blah. And you make up this big reason. Oh, I'm actually going to be doing that. Like you feel like you can only say no if you have a valid reason. Y'all ever felt like that? Like, this is your life, eh? Like, this is your life. You choose when you want to go to something and when you want to don't want to go to something. You choose what you want to do and what you don't want to do. You don't need to have a valid reason. You cannot go to a dinner with your friends simply because you don't feel like it. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. And you'll notice that when you say no without an explanation, there's gonna be some people in your life that are gonna request one and understand that you are not obligated to give reasoning for the way that you live your life. This is your life. Like Bassie said in the chat, no is a complete sentence, right? And you don't need to explain yourself. And you need to start saying yes. Sorry, you need to start saying no to the things that you don't want and yes to the things that you do want. Because trust me, this affects your energy. Trust me, this affects your happiness. Trust me, this affects your mental state. Trust me, this affects your health, like your literal physical health. There was a study, I couldn't find the quote, but it was a study saying something about a certain percentage of people um, and like that literally affected their health. I know I said this on the first therapy talks, but I couldn't find the quote again. And after I read that, I was like, no, sir. <laughs> I'm not gonna force myself to do things that are gonna literally affect my health. So remember that you are the creator of your life. You are the pilot. You get to choose. 
And all of the things that come secondary to that, that's your limiting beliefs, that's the traumas, that's the people pleasing, that's the, you know, that's the non-confrontational side, that's the, the, the that conditioning that you've had. You're allowed to say no. And you don't need to have a good reason for it. You can just say no. You could say, sorry, I can't take that on right now. I won't be able to make it, right? And it's like free therapy Wednesdays. So that's it for our therapy call today. I hope you guys got some value. Drop some twos if you got some value from the call today. If you feel like you got this free therapy session from Drake. <laughs> um, I love it. So we are now going to open up the call into the mastermind. So feel free to raise your hand or to drop me in the chat and I'll unmute you. And we can talk about something that you learned, something that you loved or a key takeaway or something you want to add to the conversation. If you guys are listening in on the podcast, um, feel free to join our Wake Up With WFAB chat. It's on our Instagram, uh, podcast, or you can DM any one of us. And thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Please share on your stories and tag us. It would mean the world to us. And I hope you enjoyed this therapy talk session.